Here. Hey everyone, welcome to episode number 39 of the Forever Strength Podcast. I'm Andrew Coates. I got Bailey Lau with me. And we've had a few episodes recently with guests. So we're gonna do a couple of kind of just us episodes that go over some concepts. We figure we've done a pretty good job for a while, but we've got some stuff that uh, hopefully will be really valuable to you. So we're gonna talk about that kind of all or nothing mindset that permeates a lot of training and a lot of nutrition. So Bailey, uh, do you want to start out with kind of like to define it and why it's sort of a problem within a lot of yeah. a lot of people? Yeah, well, all or nothing is when something must be done fully or completely or it can't be done at all. So in terms of fitness and training, um, it's sort of that polarized thinking of if I don't get all five workouts, I failed. I'm going to either give up or I have to start over. Um you know, getting your three out of five just isn't good enough for someone like that, that's uh, thinking like that. Um, and it's also related to destination happiness, which is that, um, you know, I'm not going to be happy until this, or when I have this physique, I'll be happy. Those sort of things are kind of related. Um, so it's kind of the the reasoning behind one of one of the reasons that people have this is that um, they set unreal, unrealistic goals. Um, and then when they don't get to those goals, they think that they're a failure, which is not a great mindset to have. Um, and life gets in the way. And this is in terms of exercise and nutrition. Sometimes things just don't work out the way that you've planned them. So um, just like a lot of, especially with nutrition, um, people think, oh, Friday, Saturday was tough. I'm giving up altogether. The week the weekend is crap. I'll start over Monday, which just isn't. It's not good for you mentally, and it's not going to get you to your goals either. There's something that I like to like, get people to be alert to. There's an inherent permission that we give ourselves because if we set ourselves up for this unsustainable ideal that you mentioned, and we're just really struggling to maintain that effort with willpower, then there's if there's an on mode, if people use on and off language, again, that I'll restart on Monday, I'll reset. Whenever I hear that people talk about resetting, what they're doing is they're setting themselves up to give permission that when they're not in on mode, there is an off mode. And then they go into that off mode and then they stay in that off mode for a while. There's another concept that I think is really worthwhile in here too. Um, Alex Hormozzi's got a post about it that I keep sharing that I like. When people have this mindset about, well, they're going to wait until they have more time to start, right? There's a problem within that because very, especially like, hey, neither of us has kids, but for, you know, parents, there's anybody who's got a full-time career, there's a lot of busy happening in your life. And so if you wait for when there's going to be more time, A, there probably won't ever be ideal time. Or if you only set yourself up to work out when you have time, when life gets busy again, by default you're probably going to stop. Yeah. And I think it's also, like you said, they're sort of giving themselves permission to give up, mm -hmm. um, which is kind of like self-sabotage. And I'm not a psychologist or anything, but uh, that doesn't sound healthy to me. Um, so a few reasons that I'm sure people don't like when they've um, realized that they have this sort of mindset or that they're kind of stuck there. Um, sometimes people just don't realize and they think that it's, uh, fine and well for them to just keep starting over on Monday. And I mean, at least you're starting over. So that's a good first step. But um, 
reasons you don't want to stick to this mindset is uh, it creates guilt, which has zero place in your health and fitness. Uh, being feeling guilty, it's not going to move you forward. It's just going to make you feel bad, and then you don't get anywhere from that. It's not motivating. Guilt is not motivating. People need to know that. Um, like I said before, it makes you feel like a failure, all all or nothing. Um, and then it doesn't allow you to be consistent. And I think that would be one of the big ones. There's something within the guilt that I'll add to it too. And because you didn't use the word shame, but I know that was embedded in there. Mm. So shame is a big part of this too. And it goes to sort of an identity. And I'll, I'll say this because I, when I, and it's definitely, I don't want to seem like I'm contradicting you. When you said guilt, I really think you used it as you meant shame. And here's the differentiation. This is Brene Brown stuff. So guilt to me would be, I did a bad thing. You've separated yourself from the action, right? Or the mm. problem. Shame is I am a bad person. And how many people get into the cycle? Oh, I'm a failure. I'm a screw up. I can't do this. And it's rooted in their identity. And that's a really negative loop. I don't think we want to use guilt as a, as a motivator either. At least if there's a clear differentiation between you as a person and the the problem action in these eyes, at least there's something we can work with there. But if we've got someone really rooted in shame-based behavior, there's a lot of shame triggers, uh, whether it's like relationships around them, that's a really negative place. But we're, we are absolutely talking about the same thing. Yeah, you're totally right though. That is, that is what I meant, the shame thing. Um, Cause yeah, at least if you're separating yourself, there's room to work there. It's not you being a bad person because you couldn't follow through with something that nine times out of 10 was realistic to start off with. Um, so yeah, I mean, there's lots of reasons why a person shouldn't be, uh, stuck in this mindset willingly. Of course, it's not easy to get out of. Um, but a couple things to remember is that you want to think about long-term big picture stuff, um, in order to move forward, you know, a little bit here and there is better than nothing at all. Um, consistency is key, which <laughs> It's really, that's one of those things where it comes up everywhere because in fitness, it's really important. Um, a short workout is better than no workout. I myself go through this sometimes too, where if I don't have a two hour gap in my schedule for me to work out, I decide, nope, today's a rest day. I'll do it later. And for my schedule, and because again, I don't have kids, um, that works fine because I will fit it in sometimes in a different day. It'll, it'll all work out for me, but um, for someone that an hour and it has to be done and then there's no other time in the day or the week, then um, it would be a good idea to fit it in. Let's do a future episode in, in the near future on how to construct a short workout. I've got an article I wrote for Muscle and Fitness on this for lunchtime workouts. So we'll actually get you guys a whole separate uh, episode on a whole bunch of practical tactics to make short workouts work. Yeah, that's a good idea. Um you can always improve. Just remember that even though this week you didn't get your five days a week at the gym or four is, is usually beneficial for a lot of people. Um, you can still work on it and get better next week. You don't have to give up altogether. Um, it's all about learning how to fit it into your schedule, how to fit it into your life. Um, and then, you know, get it done. Realize what you could work on, move forward. Here's something I really like. 
and you you started out with this with talking about how people fall off on the weekends. If you can reduce the frequency, the duration, or the intensity of these quote off episodes, you are improving. You're making progress, uh, and I, I think that's a really important thing for highlight to people uh, to highlight for people. And I like to try to get people to do this instead of giving that permission. Well, I've screwed it up with the booze and the food on Friday evening. I'll restart on Monday. Adopt the attitude. I'm going to make the next immediate action in front of me a good one. Even if, okay, I'm not feeling good about this meal. Okay. You get up Saturday morning and Saturday morning is, is a good breakfast or you go for the workout instead of skipping on that day. So make that next action a really good one. And you can, you can get started as opposed to waiting for Monday. Yeah, exactly. And it doesn't have to be like a, some people would turn it into, oh, I ate like crap. I'm going to push myself farther than I need to. Um, we don't want to go the complete opposite way. But yeah, like you said, um, just making the next step um, improvement, you know, for your health. Uh, you don't have to cancel things out. That's not a good mindset to have either. Um, and just remember that, not every day is going to be perfect. Sometimes you'll just have a bad workout. Um, you know, there's lots of factors that go into your performance in the gym, nutrition, sleep, um, stress levels, things like that. So being aware of it and even stuff like that, you can track to make sure that you're not beating yourself up for no reason. Like there's lots of things that go into performance in the gym. Um, and yeah, just remember small efforts, they do add up. So even if you're doing those lunchtime workouts, um, they're going to compound and then move you further forward, keep you progressing. Um, so a couple of things that may help is reminding yourself of your why. Um, and sometimes people, when they start their fitness journeys, um, they sort of know in the back of their head, but it would be a good idea to write it down somewhere or communicate it to someone Really get it down to why you're in the gym, why you want to work on your health and fitness um, so that you can remind yourself when things don't go the way you plan them to go, why it's still important to do the best you can and stay on track. Um, it's also okay not to be perfect. Um, nobody is. Even the people that you know do this for sport, they actually get paid to be good and to be um good at their sport and physically fit and healthy, um, they still have bad days, right? So just remember, you don't have to be perfect. Um, you could try reframing things into positive thinking, like um, if you're doing an hour instead of two or a half hour instead of an hour, um, just remind yourself, I'm here. This is still good for today. Um, reframe it into positive thinking and then, you know, improve from there if necessary. Um, you can have a couple backup plans in place. So have alternatives just in case something does put you off of your schedule or off of your um, nutrition routine. Um, so say like you go out on the weekend with friends um, and you eat something that doesn't fit into your nutrition, that wasn't supposed to fit into it. Um, just have some backups in case stuff like that, like, and, you know, if you're supposed to work and what work out Monday, Wednesday, Friday, something happens Monday, just have an option to shift your days in order to fit into your life. Because really, what's the point in taking care of yourself if you can't live life and be functional? 
Um, and then, like we said before, set realistic goals, which is a big one. Um, start off slow, especially if you're a beginner or if you're jumping back into it. Um, maybe start with three days a week instead of thinking that you can do six. And then when you only, when you get three, which is still really good, um, instead of six, like you had planned, you don't quit altogether and, you know, jump to the side. This is wonderful. Um, I think one of the most important things about this is just to be a little bit more alert and aware of our tendencies towards all or nothing thinking and behavior. And it may manifest with your nutrition, but not with your training or vice versa too. So just be alert to it. And it's kind of like being alert to negative self-talk, which can actually appear in this. It's the part about shame where, oh, I'm a failure. I can't do this. I suck. That sort of stuff. You, know, you wouldn't tolerate someone else saying these kind of things to you. You wouldn't sit around and let someone say that, like those negative things to your mom, your sister, someone else that you love in your family. Why is it okay for you to give permission to actually say those things to you? And your psyche and your stress response doesn't, can't really differentiate between you thinking and saying it versus someone else external saying it. We also kind of think if we say it to ourselves, it buffers us and it insulates us and develops armor against other people saying it. But how often do other people actually ever say these things? Most of that, it is abuse. It is absolutely abuse. It comes from within. So it's at mm -hmm. least being alert to it. This episode is probably not going to make someone go, oh my God, I never thought about it that way. I'll never do that again. But if at least if you're catching yourself as you notice that you, you're prone to this, it can help you pause and be a little bit more alert to it. So that was wonderful. Thank you for that, Bailey. Uh, awesome work, guys. Go follow Bailey, please, on our social media. Uh, we're to be like, we're both working on growing our social media, but I definitely want you guys to make sure you're following her. Uh, follow both of us, obviously. Uh, and it's at what? At Bailey Lau Fit. Mm -hmm. All right. I got memorized. And uh, you could also, we're not selling you guys anything. I mean, sure. If you want to join up for our next round of Forever Strength, we would love to have you. We're six weeks in, so we're probably not going to be doing, we'll open up registration for the next one in about five weeks. But until then, you can support us by sharing this with someone in your world, another lifter, a friend who you think would find these episodes valuable. If you've come on to us more recently, just go back, look through all our concepts uh, there'll be a lot of stuff that we really hope that helps you and uh, we'll bring you another great episode next week. Thank you so much.